This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The Stags were less than two minutes away from a penalty shootout. A, A shootout which we all know never ends well for the Stags. And then Nigel Clough had a moment of inspiration. With his fourth substitution of the game, Nigel Clough replaced Marek Steck with Aidan Stone, clearly with a penalty shootout in mind. Aidan Stone, on the other hand, had other ideas. One long ball forward, the Stags scramble it into the area, and then Maynard with the finish, Bumbling the ball over the line to send Mansfield Town into round three of the FA Cup and to put a dagger through the heart of Dagenham and Redbridge. Mansfield Town two, Dagenham and Redbridge one after extra time in the FA Cup second round. This is the cooldown post-match reaction show where, to be honest, we're all still lost for words. Get your comments in now, share your reaction as we still try and digest what on earth Nigel Clough was thinking. But still, praise a move which, in the end, turned out to be one of absolute genius. Absolute scenes on Sunday. Let's go! Everybody loves football on a Sunday afternoon, especially with scenes like that. Absolutely unbelievable. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whenever you're watching slash listening, and welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters, and magical moments matter too. That is the whole reason why in two minutes flat I've put up the Christmas decorations here in the Mansfield Matters studio. The tree is up, the lights are on, I'm feeling festive, I'm feeling in a fantastic mood after what is essentially a get-out-of-jail-free card there. We've been absolutely rescued 
rescued from A, a penalty shootout, and B, a humiliating defeat in a game where, on on reflection, we probably should have done a little bit better. As always, share your comments at home. Joining me to try and sort of decipher what on earth we've just witnessed um, and try and figure out what Nigel Clough was thinking on Nathan Edge and Cam Felton. Cam, your one-word response to that this afternoon. Great. Oh, well, that is that, well, I suppose that's a word. Yeah, go on then. Nathan Edge, what's your one-word response? Or is it this? Oh, I, I, need, I, I knew oh. something. Or is it, or is it this? Woo-hoo! There we go. Second time lucky. Come on, Craig. Don't continue your form from, uh, from midweek. <laughs> let's, let's get this right this week. Uh, my one word is, uh, wow. Yeah, wow is a great That could place. be taken in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. It really, really could. I mean... Honestly, I, I don't know where to start. I'm still absolutely bewildered. Let's put this into to context. If you're just joining us this and you, you're not sure what's happened, this is what's happened. Mansfield Town were one all with non-league Dagenham and Redbridge in, what, the 119th minute of extra time. We see for the previous five minutes building up to that, Aidan Stone, the substitute goalkeeper, being warmed up in the in the concourse, and we're thinking, is he going to come on? I'm I'm sitting thinking, is he going to come on? Is it just like a little you know mind game thing for for their their manager, their subs? Last ball goes out of play for a stag's throw, it brings him on. Steck runs off, Stone runs back on the ball, gets played straight back to Aidan Stone, who brings it down well, absolutely belts it upfield. You know, we win the header, we get the ball into the box, Maynard bundles the ball over the line, Stone's not needed for penalties, it's an inspired substitution. Cam, what do you think he was thinking, Clough was thinking? Was it, uh, I'm bringing him on for the penalties, or do you think it was a bit of mind games? Because it, it certainly got in my head. I won't stop thinking about that. I really, I'm lost for words. What? Incredible. <laughs> that, that, that's that's the magic of the <laughs> FA Cup. It's all, it's all I'm going to say. Um... I just can't sum it up. It must have been. I was thinking when when we were thinking. I just thought when we were watching the game. I was just thinking, oh, he's going to bring Stone on. He's actually going to bring. He's actually bringing Stone on. What's he doing? Because <laughs> I always thought Steck was a decent goalkeeper at saving penalties. So I was thinking, why would he? Why would he bring him off? I mean, that's why he's brought him off. Wow. I don't think Aiden have expected that either, but. We know Aiden Stone's a good a good shot stopper, so we, we'd have kind of expected it had it have gone to penalties, maybe. But just that reaction, just getting that ball back. Even the commentator was, was uh, said he's dumbfounded, uh, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. The, they were all about, oh yeah, I don't know what he's doing, but uh, uh, when ball gets played back to Stone, oh at least Stone's had a touch of the ball before the penalties. Ding upfield, win the flick on, win the second ball. Barry's played it across. Maynard sticks it in, and Mansfield's gone descending to absolute limbs. So, yeah, un- unreal again, wasn't it? Right, let's go to some of your comments. Uh, get them in now. Lots to try and go through. I'll try and go through as many as I can. As always, I will skip past some of them uh, if they are sort of uh, uh, the same sort of comment. Roy's kicked us off uh, this afternoon and says, "Man of the match, Aidan Stone. What a pass." Uh, Mark says, "Very lucky." Chris says, uh, "We were the better side, but only just. It's gone where." We're through. Move on. I hope for Tottenham. Clough knows what needs to be changing in Jan. No need uh, saying. Uh, no need to slay the team. At least five will be gone in Jan. In Clough, we trust. Uh, Jamie says very, very lucky. We need a goal scorer. Uh, Roger says made very hard work of it though. My missus said the winner was a weedy goal, but they all count. They do indeed. Uh, Chris says may have been lucky, but you need a bit of luck in the cup. We need to put the chances away though. Um, 
Mark says, weedy or not, needed that today after watching that. Wayne says, very lucky today. I think Maynard miskicked his goal, but we'll take it. But we desperately need uh, some new strikers in Jan. So, so poor. Uh, Louis says, get in stags. Roy says, was that goal offside? Of course, referring to the uh, Ollie Clark uh, belter, which was uh, tucked in left footed, uh, I think, in the second half. Um Kevin says, get in up the stags. Uh, Lewis says, heart was in my mouth. Mine's still in there. My, uh, my heart is still absolutely racing. What an end to that goal. Mainly just because of how funny the whole situation was. I think that's what, what's made it um, That's what's made it weird. I've never known that, you know, a, a goalkeeper being brought off for a, another goalkeeper and then that goes and happens. Unreal. That'll certainly be a quiz question uh, in the future. <laughs> um, Pedro says, crikey, what a result, but that wasn't a... a a fat lot of fun to watch. Um, Liam says, getting new stags. Jamie Cook and Bowery were poor. Um, Craig says, it messed up my head talking about that substitution. Uh, Roger, corner, free kicks poor, missed header, missed chances by Cook. Generally lack of innovative play up front, although the stags had most of it the second half. Um, Craig says, not a great match, but great to say that we're in round three. Happy days. Yes, let's uh, take it away from that one moment of mental, magical madness which has made this tie something completely different. Because on a whole, Nathan Edge, the Stags, you know, whilst we were perhaps the most dominant side in possession, we really struggled to do something with it. Yes, we got the ball while we, we played it around very, very well indeed. But that finishing final product simply wasn't there again. We really do lack fire and spark up front. Yeah, I mean, um, until that unusual magical whatever you want to call it moment towards the end uh yeah i actually fully expected to be sitting here with with you guys and with everyone at home we was all saying the same things you know same old penalties we're out uh frustration gutted you know that's what i really expected this podcast to be until uh until those last sort of 30 seconds right but um yeah uh, frustrating because um you know I feel for Dagenham a little bit because they probably didn't deserve that on the on the overall uh, you know overall grand scheme of the game and sp- you know certainly not to lose it in the last minute the way they did. So uh, you know credit to them to come into us and 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 taking the game to us. You know, they were threatening when they went forward. Um, you know they, they probably had a couple of chances that they probably should have done better with themselves as well as us. So there could have been more more goals in it. But from us, you know, to say we're a, we are a League Two side. Uh, you know, we, we should have been doing better. Yes, we had probably the, you know, the most to play throughout the, the game, but we just didn't have any sort of uh, real aggression. And, uh, you know, when it comes to the final third, we, you know, there's a lot of balls in the box, but not really threatening. And when we did have chances, uh, I think, uh, you know, just behind sort of their defence, I think the Rose Z seemed to have most of the action tonight and behind the goals, because that seems to be, again, where most of our shots kept going. Yeah, it certainly did. It was a frustrating one to watch uh, going forward. We made two changes going into this one, Cam. I I perhaps um, expected uh, four changes rather than just two. Ryan Sweeney came in uh, for James Perch and also we uh, we had Andy Cook uh, come in for Nicky Maynard today. I I felt actually um, people are a little bit harsh on, on Cook today. I felt he did quite well. I've never liked him up top with Jordan Bowery. I think they're two very similar alike players, but I felt when Cook... You know, got the ball to feet. He certainly helped sort of um, move the play around and, and get us going. All that was lacking there was maybe to be a little bit more adventurous and just to bring um, somebody else like Maynard, Reed, maybe Sinclair on just to play off of them because I felt like he did create his chances. Whilst Ryan Sweeney, usual steady game, obviously not played for a while. I thought he was going to go off second half with uh, uh, a bit of a knock, but steady game alongside Faz Rawson. Um, 
and I, I think probably you know Sweeney at, at the, the very least will find himself hard done by to be out of the squad on uh, Wednesday night when we head to Cambridge. Yeah, I think uh, whilst it was it was not for the sake of continuity, keeping the same team. Uh, just having a settled squad, it was nice, but to see a couple of changes was good. I think there were changes that we needed. We looked very flat and lacklustre on Tuesday night, obviously. And I think, obviously, we we came up against such a different team, whilst, obviously, Harrogate did come and play physical, heavy football. It was a completely different game to, to what we played today. I think today was much more of a challenge than what Harrogate posed us, because... Harrogate was very much just smashing, grabbing. They sat back, whereas Dagenham very much came at us and, and and really caused us a few problems. And there were a couple of chances where that they, they definitely should have done better with the ones that they did. A couple of decent saves, uh, blocks when they needed. Uh, but you could say the same for them. You um, uh, for our chances, there were a couple of chances where you think, oh, how has that not gone in? I think one was uh, towards the end of the second half. Um, takes a deflection, loops up off the post and goes out for a corner. You just think, oh, that should have been in. It, you, you just think, it, oh, it's not going to be our day here, lads. It's not going to be our day. I mean, and they then... very nearly won it as well, didn't they? That, that, Sir Mal uh, giving away that free kick right near the end of the 90s. That was, that was a debatable free kick if I've ever seen one before. Still, it was a silly challenge to make where he was. Um Whatever it was, you know, they just so nearly scored from that. And that, you know, we could have been here again. We talk about a different last minute goal in a completely uh, the opposite direction. So th- there was a lot of chances, weren't there, for both sides, but neither side. But this is what's frustrating. We're supposed to be, you know, we are supposed to be a league buff. So you, above, so you'd like to think with the, you know, the players that we had on the pitch, we should have been able to take those chances away. And we didn't. And that's something we need to start, you know, we need to get sorted when we come up against Cambridge. You know, it, we're not going to get probably you look at it like Harrogate, you know, we, we didn't get away with it again. We're not going to get away with it as t- against sides in our, in our league. So that needs addressing and an ASAP. Yeah. And a massive challenge on uh, Wednesday night, of course, as well, because not only are Cambridge up there and firing cam, they're also going to be boosted by having at least 2000 or a maximum of 2000 supporters in the stadium for the first time this season. That'll be a good psychological boost. So Mansfield really did need uh, a win this afternoon to you know, get over that Harrogate game quickly and go into it with a little bit of a bounce. I would expect changes, uh, though, certainly going into that into that um, Cambridge game on Wednesday night because we've got to go, we've got to compete and we, we've got to be strong. And after 120 minutes of football, you know that will have taken its toll on the players because you, you could physically see Nathan mentioned Mal Benning. He looked knackered after 90, never mind after 120. So, and then you've got you know the injury of McLaughlin to, to put in there as well. So uh, certainly a lot for Nigel Clough to think about uh, going into uh, to Wednesday night's game. Which, if we're being completely honest, is the most important thing right now because it, you know today's game, crazy as it was, that's now boxed off. That's done. Yeah, exactly. We've got it. We've just got to carry that, uh, take that bounce, take that that uh, positivity and, and and be galvanized for. For Wednesday night, and I think that that is the most important thing because our, whilst it is obviously good to get a win, first home win of the season, and it's great. It is the cup, and we've now not got to worry about this until early January, so we've got time. Uh, but now we've got to focus on the league, and I think it'll be fantastic on Wednesday night. I think that whilst it's going to be great that we're, we're going to have some form of fans back, yes, it's going to be Cambridge fans, but it's going to be some sort of normality. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna change the dynamic a little bit, isn't it, Nath? 
It is. Um, but you, you, whenever you're away from home, the home side always have a slight advantage because they have more fans. So, you know, you, you can look at it in that aspect. Obviously, we will have nobody there, but um, I still think overall, although it's frustrating that you are going to get some teams that have got, uh, you know, fans behind them and others that haven't, at least we are seeing fans back in grounds. And I think on the, you know, overall, we should be, should be welcoming that, uh, you know, rather than rather than you know dismissing it. I think it's a yeah. step in the right direction, and and hopefully, you know, let's touch wood, it won't be too long till at least you know uh, we can be back, even if it's early January. It, it's not that far away. It yeah. seems like we're we're getting close. I mean, the situation now is, of course, you know, the tier system is being reviewed every two weeks. So the reality of the situation is, you know, if we get a home tie in round three, we could actually be able to to. Um, to go and watch it because if, if you know if the figures continue to come down and you know we do what we need to do and, and everything goes our way I mean it probably won't but you know the incentive is clearly there and I know I want to just pick up on one thing Cam as well because the last sort of podcast um, of, of this the cool down show I sort of got a little bit of stick for sort of saying you know I wasn't too fussed about the FA Cup and I'm still not to be honest Yes, it's a good money spinner, but the reality is, you know, if we get through to to, to round three, um, we draw a home home tie. Yeah, we draw a home tie against a Premier League side. Yes, it'll bring in TV revenue possibly. Um, you know, it'll sort of pick us up a little bit. But actually, our focus does fully need to uh, to be on the league. And if we are still in tier three anyway, we won't be able to go and watch it. Or if it's away, we wouldn't be able to go and watch it. So the the chances of us. I'm trying to put this in the nicest way possible that I can, and I don't, you know, I'm trying to avoid getting slaughtered here, but I hope you can see my point. The chances of us drawing a Premier League side at home, um, or drawing a Premier League side in general, and being able to um, properly benefit from the financial gain that would bring, is a lot, lot slimmer than what it was, you know, this time last year. And therefore, for me, I'm not that bothered by it, if that makes sense. I hope my point, I hope that point what makes ab- sense. Yeah, what about, on the flip side, though, what about, never mind a Premier League side, you could look at the lowest sort of ranked teams in there, yeah. could still get on TV, and you've got a chance of getting through, which again is money in the bank, um, and uh, then a fourth round tie. I know, of course, obviously, yeah. that, it's unlikely, but you, you have got that proposition as well yeah uh, so i get you i kind of get your point obviously we want to focus on the league but sometimes mm. as well if, you, if things aren't going great in the league we have seen it it's many a times where a cup run has actually uh you know galvanized the, the the league form to improve so um although i it's hard to it's hard to find the balance i agree that you know it, it doesn't matter so if we did go out it's not the end of the world however there are benefits of of going on a cup run and and hopefully, uh, you know, if that happens, we, we do get the, the positive side rather than the the other side of it where you could get injuries and congestion of fixtures, etc. So it could go two ways, but that's just at least we are still in it and we've got that yeah. discussion now and, and there's something to look forward to. And let's hope we get a, a generous draw. I guess just what a I'm... quick one. Go on. Just a quick one. Uh, just thinking like, who, who would you want to get? I wouldn't care who we got, Premier League side. As long as it's not City or United, if it was I City, would be if it was City, it would be hilarious that you couldn't go to watch at City. It would be <laughs> hilarious that you couldn't go to watch it, even though you go to City's ground every day for Written a lecture. It would be brilliant. Exactly. In fact, I now want that to happen. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> I think what Matt said in the comments, and it's this: we'll just be our luck to bag a Premier League team and still be not allowed, not be allowed in the grounds. I have to say, of all the games we played this season, today's game so far is that one game where I'm absolutely sitting here after the game, absolutely gutted that we're doing this show and not you know 
not been at the game because that would have been brilliant to watch the energy. I was on edge of my sofa. This and Sunderland. Yeah, yeah. this and Sunderland, of course. Yeah, um, but I just think I just feel like it was one of those where the energy was up and it, there was a bit of tension in the air. The whole stone situation. It had everything, and that's that's what you want from a football match and the worst thing for me was the fact that it didn't start until about a minute before kickoff the graphic didn't come on until 10 minutes before everyone's on facebook and twitter going it's not on what link do i access and all that it's few i hate not having it there it didn't feel quite right and it took about 30 minutes to get into my head that there is actually a game on here well we don't like the bbc just saying cam the views there of cameron felton you can find him at insert uni address here uh, keep your comments coming in uh, paul says yes two strikers would make us better in january uh, gary huffed and puffed but no um penetration forwards again do not have any confidence we're in front of goal um glenn says happy to be in the third round but horrendous up front barry hopeless missed perch's steadiness at the back um i didn't think we missed him too much um today nate i, I felt sweeney didn't uh, a good enough uh, good enough job mate i'd like I'd actually like to see Perch and Sweeney together. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. I mean, yes, yeah, Sweeney did do well, uh, but uh, Ross and the, a couple of occasions again was was a bit shaky. So actually, uh, you know, looking forward to, to Wednesday, I probably would go with, with Sweeney and Perch back there. I, I, does anyone know what's happened to, to Mayo, though? Is, is he injured or is he just out of uh, contention? It's, I'm not, uh, yeah. it's very odd. Yeah, it is. I'm not sure because he's not been on the bench either for a, for a while, no. has he? And again, um, Nigel Clough let us into the fact that we played Burton on Wednesday, but didn't tell us any team news. He just told us the score that we won 3-1. Um, O'Keefe, Sinclair and Cook scored. Didn't tell us the team. We just need, just a little bit more, Nigel. Just a little bit more information. Just a, just a tad more. Well, this is what I mean. I think if he was injured, we'd know. So Exactly. The fact that nothing has been said, we can only assume that... Uh, for whatever reason, he's he's not in uh, in in favour at the moment. So, yeah. but again, that's, that's credit to Perch, uh, who's he's gone in there. Yep. Uh, but yeah, like I say, um, for me, it's got to be Sweeney and Perch going forward. Uh, I, I'd obviously we don't know it definitely works. They haven't played together yet, but. I'd, I'd for one like to see it absolutely uh, Craig says I was shattered after 45 minutes watching that today um, yeah me too uh, Alistair says good to win but can't see the point in hoping for a so called big team win bonus is no greater and with no fans in ground you aren't going to make any more uh, play a beatable side progress to the next round more prize money for the club good point um, Michael says confidence is the best player we've got um, hope it spreads um, hope, he, hope he spreads himself through the side typical cup game cup game today come on you stags and marks his great substitution uh, bringing stone on uh, for the goal absolutely It'll certainly be a contention for my man of the match which we'll think about in a couple of minutes a uh, couple of minutes time i mean if you get a, a an impact like that unreal absolutely unreal magical today magical lifted the squad it did i mean to be honest let, let's touch upon that a little bit more because obviously we had a bit of a laugh and a joke about it at the start when sort of um um you know uh say you know when we were sort of still in that on the high and everything we've had time to calm down a little bit now and sort of take take just, the edge off a it little bit. Bit. <laughs> just a touch Wembley yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I honestly said to my dad when um, we saw Stone getting warmed up in the little concourse by the goalkeeping coach is this a bit of a ruse? Is he really going to bring him on? Because imagine you put yourself in, in the shoes of the opposition, Nath. You're looking across and seeing the, sub the substitute goalkeeper coming on. You're thinking one or two things. One, bloody hell, he must be good at, um, he must be good at saving penalties for him to take the number one off. Or two, 
you know, they've got no faith in, in their keeper whatsoever. So we can or, work it to advantage. Number three, uh, they could have looked in for, well, they're settling for penalties. They're preparing for it. Mm. So uh, that's it now. We're, you know, we're, we're coasting now until, until the final whistle goes. And then, just, boom, we're there. I play this but one clip? It depends. Has it got swearing in it? No. Okay. Genius. Loading. Ah, yes. Called it. Now, for... And then the next one was you just absolutely losing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can play that if you want. I will do the swear. I will do the, the warning that there's a swear word. We'll, 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 we can play that in a second. Just to add context to that, I saw... We always have a little chat between us during the game. Give us an idea of what each other's thinking. We've, we've done that even when we were able to watch football, to be fair. And as I saw Aidan Stone warming up and saw him coming on... I sent that message to um, the group chat. If you didn't hear it clearly, it said, Clough, tactical genius, loading. And then, you ready, Cam? Yep. This happened. Be prepared for swearing. Is that on a par with the, the, the Matt Green goal at Hereford or not? No, it's not. It's well, not, it's if not, we not. go on to win the FA Cup, then I'd say, yeah. Win the FA Cup, yeah. Uh, but but I think that was—I I do think that whole change must have been pre-planned because for Stex to come off as happy as it did, I was expecting it was going to go two ways for me. Is either going to go off happy and obviously this is a pre-planned, whether they'd had a penalty shootout in trade and whoever whoever saved the most gets in. I don't know that could have been a, a theory, but it was either that or we we're going to get was it Kepper for Chelsea? Can you remember? Yeah. That refused to come off and it was absolutely hilarious. Uh, I was thinking, are we going to get this as well? What's going to happen here? So uh, it actually, I was was falling asleep, I think like Craig said at half time. That sort of got my uh, interest back a little bit. Um, So yeah, I I do think it it had to be pre-planned to a certain extent. Yeah, it must have been. They must have done the homework. I mean, I don't think Nigel Clough would do something like that on a whim. I think they've got to be some some sort of thinking behind it and hopefully we'll find out in the post-match interview which I'm sure will be taking place right now if not up um, already um, keep your comments coming in we want your shouts for, for Man of the Match in the next couple of minutes or so as well uh, Simon says thank God it didn't go to penalties because we were, about the, we were about the same price as England when it comes to penalties of course we haven't won a penalty shootout since wow. thank you wow. well, we got in there first Nathan in the FA Cup incidentally as well uh, back in 2012-2013 uh, Clive says is it is a kickoff direct a direct free kick because Dagenham and Redbridge tried to score from the last kick of the game after we scored uh, the ball should have should the ball have been touched by another player now this no, is an interesting one yeah go on Cam years ago so yeah so the situation was obviously before you'd have to have two players to uh, to kick the game off it makes sense Fair enough. But a couple of years ago, the FA, the EFL and, every, and Premier League all sat down and decided, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to we're going to change the rules and you can take the kickoff with one player. I mean, everyone's done that tactic on the school playground. You just oh, of course. Roll, it, roll it back to the person who could kick it hardest and just hammer it. One we used foot. to do that at five aside all the time. That was me and my mate Wayne's uh, tactic. I used to roll it to him and he just he used to absolutely belt it. <laughs> it works, but... <laughs> I mean, they weren't far off, but it's yeah, it's a weird one because yeah, you don't see it often. No, you don't. And to be fair, when you you know you've just conceded a late late goal, you're gonna go for it, aren't you? Especially against a keeper that's just come on. But I had to like this is what made me laugh even more because we've just kicked off, so we're me and my dad are still sort of celebrating, so we're not really listening to the the commentator via Zoom. Um, <laughs> 
you know, the ball the ball gets kicked. Stone just stands there and just goes bang off his chest. I didn't actually hear the whistle go. I just thought he just stood there and had the audacity <laughs> to go, come on then, have a go if you think. And then we saw... Do the scorpion yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then obviously we saw it happen again and then he had it well covered, to be fair. I mean, I'd, God knows what would have been going through his head then. Oh, genius. I don't know. I, I genuinely can't get over that. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Um, Roger says, yes, the lack of it's the lack of goal-scoring ability that's uh, making us look like an ordinary League Two side, excuse me. Uh, finishing finishing in the mid-bottom half will be a result. Yeah, absolutely. Um, league action, of course, uh, coming up on Wednesday night. Let's briefly turn our attention to that then, Cam. Obviously, uh, like we said, Cambridge... That's not the fixtures, it's a blank piece of paper. It's no use, is it? Going wrong already. So unprepared, it's unreal. Uh, obviously, Cambridge on Tuesday night, they're doing well in the league at the moment. Then a home game with Crawley. Also got Grimsby, Car- trips to Grimsby and Carlisle, followed by a home game before Christmas uh, to South End. Then Scunthorpe away on Boxing Day, and then Salford at home to finish uh, the year off. Big month of fixtures for us, Cam. Obviously got to try and use today's result to, uh, as a bit of a bounce and try and get through uh, the month again. Relatively uh, unbeaten, but we start with probably one of the toughest asks going to uh, a Cambridge side who have started very, very well indeed. Yeah, I'll say they're doing well. I think they won again today as well. Um, today, yesterday, one of the two. Yeah, we'll look through the fixtures in a second as well, the FA yeah, Cup Yeah, we'll look fixtures. through it later. Uh, but anyway... Um, Third in the table yeah, at the moment, the, 25 points. It's, it's going to be such a difficult task, but we thought this about uh, Forest Green, so who knows what can happen, eh? Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, I, I want to sum it up even more, but I just can't. It's like, it's Mansfield. We're just so unpredictable this season. We didn't expect to get anything out of Sunderland. We did. We didn't expect to get anything from Forest Green, and we won. And Forest Green were in a similar run of form as to what Cambridge are now. So, yeah, Cambridge have dropped. Really depends t- on what what side's going to turn up in it. Cause, I mean, yeah. th- then there's been other games where we we you're probably more hopeful to get something out of it, and then we haven't. So um, it's it's really really difficult, and it, it's it it makes it challenging. I think you know um, I don't. There's no game at the moment really where I think we it's a bit it's an Eldon win, uh, which is which is a bit scary. So we go in yeah. and hope, uh, but let's just hope that you know Cambridge go in there a bit overconfident and think they can. Yeah, I think they're good. You know, we're going to be an easy win, and let's hope uh, you know that, that we can go and get something out of it. Yeah, absolutely. There were a couple of games as well, which uh, are of interest in League Two yesterday. Uh, Leighton Orient beat Port Vale by uh, three goals to two at Port Vale, and then uh, Bolton also beat South End three um, nil. Uh, as well, but the Stags still stay where they were in the uh, the league table, so it's not affected us uh, too much in terms of teams below us. Uh, Stags 22nd in League Two on 11 points, minus six goal difference, keeping them out of the relegation zone. Uh, that win though for Bolton has sort of given them a bit more of a kick. They're now just outside uh, the playoffs, so their early fears of uh, starting the season badly have sort of been uh, wiped away. But as we say, Cambridge on Wednesday night, um, still going to be a tough ask though, Nath. Obviously, you know. Having played 120 minutes worth of, of football today, um, and in a gate on a heavy pitch as well, we're going to really have to get ourselves up, up for that game because it's always a difficult place to go. Yeah, uh, I mean we've only got ourselves to blame for that, you know, for yeah. not getting the job done early enough today. So uh, I expect to see changes on Wednesday night. Uh, obviously, they're going to be a little bit fresher than than we are. They're going to have again that whole. Uh, it'll kind of feel like their first home game as well. You know, the fact that they're going to be allowed crowds in. Yeah. Uh, never mind having, you know, the actual just 
physical advantage of having the fans there. It would just cost us a first time as well. I, I, I genuinely, even though it's not as many as they usually would have, it will feel like a first uh, home game for them uh, in some way. So we've got to got to compete with that. Especially with um, the form they're in as well. You know, that'll be a absolutely. really boost for them, yeah. There's a lot for them to be positive about. So, you know, they they certainly will be going in uh, expecting to probably, you know, probably to win. You know, they'll have expectations after their start they've had to go and win that game. So, uh, again, we're, we're going to be the underdogs, like Cam said, like we were at Forest Green, like we were at Sunderland. So, uh, who knows? Because we kind of uh, tend to be turning up a bit more against the, the, the better teams and not so much against the lower teams. So, let's hope that you know, trend continues. Absolutely. Uh, Roger says, my missus said, do you normally swear and carry on like that at a game? I said... Yes. Uh, Roy says, how many chances did we miss today? You ain't said nothing about the uh, disallowed goal. Yeah, we mentioned it at the top of the show, but um, yeah, I think we've all been a little bit excited by the way it finished today. We did miss a lot. We did miss a lot. Yeah, I suppose the thing is with that, we never got to sort of replay, so it's like... Yeah. uh, That's the only thing which has sort of let me down today. I hate watching football at home, as you know. And I, I really, sometimes I do dislike the iFollow replays because they're too often, sorry to cut you off, Cam, because I think, um, but right. I, I think, um, yeah, having the replays there when you're watching from home does sort of remind you a little bit and actually does help to have a second look. I would have liked to have had a l- second not look have at our... BBC replays and cameras and stuff? No, it was, was, one, it it was like one, one camera. It was one, one camera, camera commentary yes. dubbed over via Zoom, which you could tell, Um and then, yeah, just a one camera light I followed, but there was no replays or anything. It was just a straight feed. Very poor, actually, to be yeah. honest. But it was free, so. Yeah, can't complain. Mm, unless you pay TV license. But that's a different discussion. Great different point. Pod. Great point. Different podcast, though. <laughs> different podcast, kids. Uh, Wayne says, uh, um, man of the match, Cluffy and Stone for the substitution to get uh, the last few, uh, the last minute winner. Genius. Right, serious, though. Time to vote for your man of the match suggestions uh, today as uh, we run through the scores in the FA Cup second round from today and yesterday. Um, and, of course, we'll try and uh, uh, get your guys... Um, comments on man of the match um as well um uh, as well so uh, get your votes in for man of the match in a second rebecca says late joining today uh, was a drag of a game today thank god uh, we got through though replayed very well when he came on absolutely get your votes in now for the man of the match as we run through uh, the fa cup scores in round one and round two what music shall i go for shall i go for the music highlighted in teal or purple, Nathan Edge. You can choose the music. Go for teal. Oh, we're going for teal. Here we go, then. So, in the FA Cup, second round today, then, where the Stags have edged through after extra time. AFC Wimbledon lost at home to Crawley. Barnet were beaten 1-0 at home to MK Dons. Bristol Rovers absolutely smashed Darlington 6-0. Whilst Carlisle were beaten 2-1 at home to Doncaster Rovers. Shrewsbury were 1-0 winners at home to Oxford City. Whilst Stevenage and Hull played out a one all draw. Stevenage on top, 6-5 on a penalty shootout after extra time. And in the game's other the day's other games, Stockport County beat Yeovil 3-2 after extra time. And it's currently goalless. Heading into the final minute of normal time between Marine and Havant and Waterlooville. One of those two will join the Stags in the hat for round three. Draw, of course, takes place tomorrow live on the BBC at seven o'clock. Yesterday, 
In the FA Cup second round, Morecambe beat Solihull by four goals to two after extra time. Whilst Gillingham were beaten 3-2 at home to Exeter City, so there'll be no reunion with Steve Evans in the next round. Newport County, the League 2 leaders, beat Salford City 3-0, whilst Bradford were beaten 2-1 at home to Oldham. A couple of all-league two ties in there. Cheltenham were 2-1 winners at home to Crew Alexandra after extra time, whilst Blackpool romped into round three, beating Harrogate 4-0 at Harrogate. Plymouth were, beat, Plymouth were winners 2-0 over Lincoln, whilst Portsmouth in the game of the day were 6-1 winners over Kingsland Town at Portsmouth, which included an absolute thunderbolt from Mansfield's own Tom Naylor. And of course, uh, elsewhere as well, Peterborough were beaten 2-1 at home to Chorley, who cheered another social media viral video singing, to of all songs, Adele. Strange. In League 2 yesterday, as I mentioned earlier, two games, Port Vale were beaten 3-2 at home to Leighton Orient. And of course, Bolton were 3-0 winners at home to Southend United. Today, though, in the FA Cup second round, an inspired substitution from Nigel Clough late on. So Aidan Stone replaced Marek Steck. One long ball upfield later. Bit of a scramble in the box. Nicky Maynard at the back stick. Absolute scenes. But who will be voted as the Mansfield Matters Man of the Match? Get your comments in now. Let us know what you think uh, and who Man of the Match should be today. And of course, we'll ask Nathan and Cam for theirs in just a second as well. Don't forget you can join us on Wednesday night, the Stags next game as we head to Cambridge United in Skybet League 2, looking to build on today's victory. First game played in front of fans this season as well. And of course, maybe, depending on who we draw, there might be an impromptu podcast tomorrow night. Doubt it, though. Get your thoughts and votes in now for Man of the Match, as the Stags, after extra time, beat Dagenham and Redbridge by two goals to one. So the Stags, 2-1 winners at home to Dagenham and Redbridge, but who will be voted Mansfield Matters Man of the Match? Lots of you already voting in the comments. Keep them coming in. Cam Felton, give me a number. How many? Uh, two. Nathan two Edge, any advances on two? Two as well. I think I've got three, I think. Possibly three. Definitely two, possibly three. Go on then, Nathan, you can go first this week. Who are your two nominations? It's actually two and a half, actually. Two and a half. Right, so... Go on then. I can see where the <laughs> half. Two... I can see the half. Predictable, mate. <laughs> two... uh, um no, it's not. I don't think it will be. Mm-hmm. My two are Ryan Sweeney and Harry Charlesley, and the half is Callum Gordon. I thought the half was going to be Aiden Stone, so I do apologise. I know that's what... that, that would have been predictable. It would. Cam Felton. I'd have said Ollie Clark and Ryan Sweeney. Mm. My three: Ollie Clark, Ryan Sweeney. And George Lapsley uh, were my were my three uh, today. Lapsley, I felt, did quite well. He didn't get on the, uh, didn't see as much of him, I guess. But in terms of off the ball, he worked very, very well alongside Ollie Clark in the midfield. 
pulled lots of gaps for us, created lots of space, created some good opportunities as well. Uh, Ollie Clark, captain's performance from him, obviously had that goal um, disallowed, had a few efforts from the edge of the box as well, which looked uh, quite tasty. Got us moving box to box, really did his job today. And then Ryan Sweeney, as always, uh, you know, Mr. Dependable really at the back for us there. Um, I would be very, very disappointed to see him lose his space on Tuesday night. I think if I'm going to have uh, uh, going to be pushed for a, a, a nomination for man of the match, do you want to get a do you want to get a pen, Cam? You've not got a pen today. What's the matter? Is it is it sort of has the pen thing died down? Have you? No, I've still got it. Still uh, got it. You usually you were writing things down last year. Is it? Um, Maybe you know, maybe it was that session where he was trying to impress his his, his message. Yeah, maybe maybe he's got over the the novelty of it now. You know, maybe maybe the fun has started to wear off. Uh, go on then. Uh, right. So my my vote is Ryan Ryan Sweeney. Cam, uh, talk us through your two nominations and then uh, who you're gonna who you're gonna put up for it. So Ryan Sweeney has one. Who's gonna get the second? Uh, I'm gonna go for Sweeney as well. Personally, uh, I thought yeah, Mister Dependable at the back, of course. Uh, he, he looked like he'd not been out of the squad, and I thought that he very settled. Uh, I suppose the thing with defenders is it, it, it can take you a little bit of a time to to settle back into the squad, really get back into the rhythm, and especially with Sweeney being out for a couple of games like he has done. I thought he might have been a, a little bit rusty, but no, he's solid, dependable as ever, so it, that's enough to get my vote today. So two for Ryan Sweeney, Nathan Edge, where are you going to go? Yeah, so obviously I, I did go for Harry, Charles and Sweeney. Charles Bainix, he, he put his, put his uh, goal away pretty well. Um, but uh, my, my vote's going to go for, for Sweeney as well. I think okay. after being out for quite a few weeks, it's, it's never easy to come straight back in. Um, you know, well, I know he's been on the bench a little bit, but to come back in and, yeah. and put his body on the line, you know, I thought he did, did very well. Absolutely. So Sweeney for me. Three from us for Ryan Sweeney, but will the comments change it? Uh, um Roy says Stone. Uh, it's a serious vote, so we're saying Stone. Uh, Mark says Ollie Clark for me today. Rebecca says, I'm going to go for Rawson as man of the match. Wasn't anyone to really shine out. Reed would have got it if he played longer, but Rawson didn't do anything wrong. Their goal was just a good finish. Uh, Stephen says the viewers for watching that drivel for 120 minutes. Come on. It, the last five were brilliant. Come on. Let's, let's be honest. I mean, it, oh, had co- it had comedy. It had plot twists. It had drama. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, Roger says, thought Ollie was man of the match. Um, very much in the Jacob Mellis role. Uh, Kathy says, Ryan Sweeney. Wayne, man of the match, Ollie Clark. And to round us off, Stephen, Ollie Clark. So, Cam, let's uh, let's have the maths. What have we got? So, uh, at the moment... Oh, someone... Uh, Glyn's just also commented. So, that's actually tipped it. So, Ryan Sweeney has got four. Clark had four. Uh, Glynn's just pitched in with Clark, so that's now five for Clark. Uh, Maynard's got one, and Faz Rawson's got one. Okay, so the voting is now closed. So we're saying that today's Mansfield Matters Man of the Match is the captain, Ollie Clark, just pipping Ryan Sweeney um, to the post. As always, it's the forum for you to have your say on your team. Boys, thanks very much for that. I think we're all due to go and have a lie down now somewhere. Cam certainly will be after this is done anyway. Um, it's it's, it's going to be a very, it's been a very, very stressful, entertaining uh, afternoon. But we do it all again Wednesday, don't we, Nate? So uh, are we, we looking forward to, to Wednesday? Looking forward straight away to getting back in action? Or do you think it's going to be a, a, another tough evening for us? Well, it's, it's back to business, really, isn't it? You know, this has been, a, as we said last week, it, it, it's been a nice little distraction, uh, but we do still need to get away from that relegation zone. So, we're, so it's another big game on, on Wednesday. 
uh, be interesting to see what what we do team wise because it was like I say we expect changes especially after playing 120 minutes today. Yeah. Personally, hope I see Lapsy a little bit further up the pitch um, on uh, on Wednesday night. But uh, either way, we'll all be sat here watching and listening, and uh, we'll be back here for post post match cool down. We certainly will. Cam, what's the your plan? In fact, no, I'm not even going to ask. Uh, we will see you on <laughs> Wednesday after the full time whistle, boys. Thanks very much for joining us. Go and have a lie down. Uh, go and enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening. And to you guys at home as well. Thanks very much for watching, commenting, sharing and getting involved as always. The Stags are through to round three. The FA Cup draw for the third round takes place tomorrow on the BBC at seven o'clock. Make sure you tune into that and see who the Stags will pull out of the hat. And of course, make sure you join us again on Wednesday night, not Tuesday, Wednesday night as the Stags head to Cambridge. Seven o'clock kickoff. Uh, for that one, the first time the Stags will have played in front of fans this season, although it won't be Mansfield fans, it'll be Cambridge fans, of course. Will that matter? Will it make a difference at all? Who knows? We will still be watching, sitting on the edge of our seats, as always, and we'll be here 15 minutes after the full-time whistle for the cool-down post-match reaction show. Today, it has had everything. It's had the blow of going a goal down. It's had the fight back. It's had the frustration of not being able to put the ball in the back of the net. And it's had the mind-numbing genius of Nigel Clough's substitution to replace Steck with Stone. A move which will go down in history. And another FA Cup magical moment. This is exactly why Mansfield matters. Goodbye! days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.